The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of hockey. Hi, I'm Carolyn. And I'm Marin. And this is Deep in the Heart of Hockey, a podcast about Dallas Stars, fancy stats, and general shenanigans. Try to think of something to put in the middle there, and it didn't work so good. <laughs> I mean, it happens. It's all good. <laughs> I am a little off my game tonight. Uh, we both are. Let's be honest here. This is probably going to be our worst podcast. It is. It is our 87th podcast. So you know what that means. It's an odd number. It's an odd number. It is also December 3rd, not December 2nd when we were supposed to record because we both felt like shit. Yeah, I still feel like shit. I feel a little bit like shit, too. I would just like to say that um, someday I'm going to move away from this hellscape that I live in currently, and I will be so fucking excited to get away from anything resembling a cedar. You know, I don't even know if, like, I know I have allergies, but I don't know what triggers them, and frankly, there's not a lot of cedar here, so I know it's not for that for me, but also it's like I can't get healthy and i'm not about that um for me when i was up in colorado last christmas my problem was not that i'm allergic to anything my problem is that it is so goddamn dry there that like my nose did not know how to produce its own moisture and that happens too it was the worst so i would still happily live in colorado but i would need to buy like 14 humidifiers and just keep them going all the time just like a <laughs> and personal turn my home into a swamp yeah just care that i carry around yeah. yeah like like um there's a star trek character a race of star trek characters that have like i guess they breathe water so they like have like a thing on their nose and mouth that like makes steam for them or something um, there was also a race like that in Doctor Who, and then, uh, in Mass Effect, there's, um, holy crap, I put myself on the spot, and now I don't remember the name of them. Uh, they're the little merchanty guys, and they wear suits because their, um, home planet is nitrogen-based. You know what I wish my home planet was made of? Korean skincare masks. Like with the snail mucus or I mean I'm I I can't say I've ever tried the snail mucus, so I'm not gonna knock the snail mucus. I've I've watched people try the snail mucus and honestly if you gave me a skin mask and told me to put it on without telling me any of the ingredients, I would probably do it because I love skin masks. But if you tell me it's snail mucus, there's no way it's touching any part of my skin. Speaking of snail mucus, do you know what's happening right now while we're recording this podcast? The stars are up 1-0 over the (laughs) Edmonton Oilers and Ken Hitchcock. That is correct. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I'm not going to start like celebrating like we already won the game because it's still the first. But I mean, the fact that Jason Dickinson... (laughs) Is the one that scored it. Feels beautiful too. Jason couldn't get a roster spot because of his defense last year. Dickinson. Oh. Yeah, I will take that. So yeah. we didn't get Bless to talk America. about this last time because Ken Hitchcock got hired by the Oilers like two days after the podcast came oh, out. Oh, I was so mad. Yeah. Yeah. But like also, I mean, spoilers for my happy thing. The day that Ken Hitchcock got hired by the Oilers was one of the best days Of this entire fall. Like, it was such a beautiful, beautiful day for me. Because you know the schadenfreude that I have attached to the Oilers. You know how much I love laughing at all the horrible shit that happens to them. And, like, the fact that then now he's ruining Connor McDavid's career, um, I feel a little bad for him now, but I'm also kind of delighted. Yeah. I'm a bad person. I mean... 
what's even crazier to me, like, one, they hired him because he's from Edmonton. Like, he lives in Vancouver now, and that's how he got hired in the Dallas, uh, in Dallas, because he's friends with Gillardi. But, like... Well, I mean, he was also here before. I mean, yeah, he also won a Stanley Cup. But, like, at the same time, like, the reason... Yeah, it's, like it's, it's not like it's only because of Vancouver. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but also, like, it was one of those things where it's, like, he took, like, a contract and then, like, a per- permanent, like, consulting gig. That's not because... Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, eh... I don't know if that would have happened because of a cup he won almost 20 years ago. 20 years ago next year. Yeah. Wait, no. It's, like, it's 20 seasons ago, though, isn't it? If they won in 99. Yeah, it'd be 20 it, years ago this year. It's 20. Yeah, it's 20 seasons ago. Yeah. Yeah. Already. Yeah. So that's a thing. And you can't ride a 20-year-old cup forever. So... I feel like... While that happened... I feel like... Don't you feel like that feels like they're destined this year? I mean, honestly, that's how KU won their second national championship was 20 years on the back right, the other I'm, one. I'm already sold on this narrative. <laughs> <laughs> you you had me at that's how, so I'm already done. <laughs> yes, perfect. Book it. I'm putting money on it in Vegas. What's really bizarre to me, I mean, not bizarre, but like, so Ken Hitchcock, regardless of how we feel about him as an overall coach, he did do good things defensively for the Dallas Stars, right? Like, we're not going to debate that point. The Stars defense last year was good. And they brought Ken Hitchcock to the Oilers, touting how good his, like, the team, like, he is defensively and still is defensively. None of these things which we are debating. Right, nobody's arguing. The Oilers' defense was already above average. So was he supposed to be? But like, it was already better than average. I should say, not above. Like, was he better than average be... before Ken came there? What's he supposed to be doing there then? Yeah. Wait, so okay. Ah. What? 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 Yeah. So is the reason that they can't win a game because they only have Connor McDavid up front? Is yes, that, that yes, that has always been the reason. Okay, so, I mean, and I kind of knew that, but I didn't know that their defense was above average, so... I didn't, to be fair, I didn't either until, like, I thought that was, like, totally, like, okay, I could kind of see why bringing on a defensive coach is good for them, and then I looked it up, and their defense is fine! (laughs) Oh my fucking god, man! Man, you're not gonna believe this. What? Jason Dickinson skated by the bench for a celebration, you know, high fives, and accidentally got smacked in the face. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Where are you boy. seeing this? That poor boy. I will send the gift. I will send Bless the gift. Bless his heart. Oh my fucking god. Okay. Okay, we should probably talk about the Dallas Stars here at some point. Uh, so, quick Stars update. Uh, they're in a wild card spot, the first wild card spot, believe it or not. Nice. I mean, they're fr- they're. I'm not, not supposed to be looking at. The you're not looking at it. So no, I told you not to. Um, they're only a point ahead of of Minnesota, so they will probably slip down to the second spot fairly quickly here. But they're pretty; they've got a decent. Uh, they're two points ahead of Vegas with one fewer game, so they're doing okay and ahead of everybody else. Like, really, not a big deal. They are about what we thought they were, which is we don't know if they're good. Like, there is literally nothing about the stars that is surprising me, except that we are surviving all of these injuries. Yeah. Which shows no sign of getting a whole lot better. No, especially not if Jason Dickinson is letting himself get hit. (laughs) By his own team. By his own damn team. Did you send me this gif yet? Oh, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. You're fired. I need to laugh. Okay, I sent it. You should have it. I see, I see, I see, I see. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Somebody needs to aim better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
beautiful. So speaking wait, of wait, our- wait, 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 wait. Speaking of this Stars Oilers game, uh, did you see that the shots are nine four Edmonton? Yeah, that's not surprising to me whatsoever. I mean, it's not so. Well, we're playing against Connor McDavid. Nothing surprises me. Well, we're not playing against Connor McDavid. He's sitting out this game because he's sick. That's awful. Dallas can't shoot. Dallas doesn't shoot anymore. I know, but nine to four seems excessive. It's the first. It's fine. It's fine. But I don't like not playing against Connor McDavid when we play the Oilers because then it feels like the game was a gimme. It's a trap game. It is the trappiest of the trap games. It is such a trap game that I'm sure there's a rap joke one can make about it, and I'm just too lame to know what it is. I mean, probably, I guess. I don't know. Uh, There was a rumor today that because of all our defensive injuries, Dallas was in on Carl Alsner. Uh, yes, I also heard this. Ugh. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, <laughs> I mean, for one, the source isn't particularly good at insidery things. So he gets a couple things right every now and then. Uh, somebody pointed out he might, he've said this about several teams, so... It's more than likely some, the Alsner's agent feeding him information, which I could 100% believe to try and drive up his price. But really what I don't understand about it is why they would be shopping for a defenseman instead of just not healthy scratching Juli- Julius Honka. I mean, uh, I've kind of cooled down on Julius Honka. Like, I mean... Surely he's better than other defensemen we have had in the past, but, like, I don't know. I mean, here, I don't know. I I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, Carolyn. Because (laughs) I feel like, I feel like so many of the things that I've heard about that are problems with Julius Honka are, like, things that wouldn't necessarily be, like, 1,000% visible during a game, like, that he doesn't like yeah. to listen during practices and all of that. So, like, if he's uncoachable, then, like, I'm not going to know that, and that's just a rumor I've heard. Right. So, ooh, I don't know. I don't know what I think about Julius Honka anymore. But, like, if he's unwilling to be coached, then, like, maybe we don't need him on the team. But I don't know what to do with him instead. Yeah, because who's going to trade for the uncoachable guy? Precisely. Precisely. Yeah, dude. I mean, not that I think that Carl Alsner was the best choice. Yeah. No, I think for me, it's more of like a, let's just use him while we have him thing. You know what I mean? I mean, what with, how do you solve a problem like Yulia Tonka? We should have, we should have our fucking musical episode right now. How do you solve a problem like a honka? <laughs> how do you how do you get a defenseman and make him skate? <laughs> That's so good. We do have one reader question about honka. Right, Andrew, let me ask. We do. No, I want to ask it. What? what? I said I want to ask it. Oh, go for it. Go for it. I want to read it out loud because it's hysterical. Andrew, too cool for Cali LA, asks, please describe the Hallmark movie that explains how Julius Honka stops getting scratched and the star's defense averages over 200 NHL games played each. That probably involves a trade to another team. No, it's got to be. I feel like. I feel like. Or. it's It's like a Freaky Friday situation, but like. Christmas. Christmas Friday? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's a better... We can we, we can workshop the title a little bit more of it. Festive Friday! Switched at Christmas? Switched at Christmas. <laughs> That's it. Um, uh, so, who who's getting switched? What's happening here? Roman Polak and Julius Honka switch... 
bodies. Oh, okay. But Honka gets to keep all of his skill. Okay. But they think he's a big, hard-hitting, physical defenseman. And meanwhile, Roman Pollock enjoys it because he gets to go eat like he's 23 again. Oh, he would love that. Right? I feel like as much shit as I might give Roman Pollock for his hockey, he seems like a really chill dude to hang with. I mean, he does seem incredibly chill. Like, I feel like he would be one of my favorite people to get a beer with on the stars. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, I'm not willing to say that. I said one of. I don't know if he's, like, top. I want to hang out with the Carricks. I definitely want to hang out with the Carricks, for sure. Yeah. Um, it has been pointed out to me that we perhaps give uh, Roman Pollock a little too much shit for his hockey, because he has played better than anyone expected this season. Well, okay. Yes and no. I think the key there is than anyone expected. What right. Roman Polak is doing is fairly unprecedented for Roman Polak. Oh, and we have both yes. been very clear in say, like saying, holy shit, this is better than we expected. Like, I do that every goddamn time I talk about it. But he's not, like, playing good. He's not good. He's still not good. He's just in the range of acceptably bad. (laughs) Okay, as long as we're clear. (laughs) That's fine. I just turned my head and looked at my own bookshelf, and I have a freaking romance novel that is called The Ugly Duchess. So is that... I don't know what it's about. I don't remember. Is that the new? It. Is that the new? Is is that the new Hallmark movie starring Yulia Sanka, where he's like an ugly duckling and then he blossoms into a swan? Yes, potentially. Oh, I, I liked our I like our Freaky Friday scenario a little better. I do too. Why do people call this poor girl the Ugly Duchess? They don't. They don't talk about it at all. It just says, "How can she dare to imagine he loves her when all London calls her the Ugly Duchess?" I don't understand. Okay, whatever. We're gonna put that up. I'm gonna read that and and like we'll have a talk talk about that next time. <laughs> sure. Book club uh, report. Book club. Yeah, I just I don't remember ever even seeing this book before in my life. Uh so we do have one kind of. Sad. I don't know. He wanted to put this on here, and I feel like we should talk about it. I just don't know how to seg into it. <laughs> I mean, I don't, like, there are some things that you're not going to get, like, a really cool, awesome segue into. I know. Especially not a bad injury. Yeah. So, <laughs> Carl Klingberg, who is the older brother of uh, John Klingberg, obviously, uh, who play currently plays in the Swiss League. I think so. Who was previously, and I honestly did not even know this, he was previously on the, uh, Thrashers and the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why he was even getting reported at all. Like, literally, not a single article that I read about this poor boy's injury called him brother of Stars defenseman John Klingberg. They all said former Atlanta Thrasher and Winnipeg Jet. <laughs> like, re- re- really? Re- le- okay, whatever. It act- Honestly, it took me a hot minute to even confirm that it actually was John Klingberg's brother because nobody was mentioning John Klingberg. Dude, um, I would have been, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't online when it happened, but Carl Klingberg's the only Klingberg I follow on Twitter, or on Tumblr. Uh, Instagram because he's the hot one. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, I know, I know. So, any, anyway, I also follow him on on Instagram. So, um, I mean, like, I knew what he looked like, but nobody was showing his picture. They were all just showing oh, the injury. Yeah. So, like, and half of it was uh, in Swiss <laughs> or Swedish. So I was like, Ugh. Swiss yeah. isn't a language, but you know, <laughs> I, I wasn't. Go- I wasn't going to correct you. <laughs> you know what I meant. I did know what you meant. Oh, Jesus. But he um, anyway. broke his neck. Yeah. They didn't actually... So, because it all happened overseas, information is very scarce. But he broke his neck. He, there's, a, there's a video of the injury on the internet. Um, but they basically, he just slid headfirst into the boards um, and fractured his neck. But there was no paralysis. He's 
got full mobility. Um, and from what I was reading, should be fine after that heals up. Ooh, I don't know. But, you know. He seems like, to be doing okay. Like It's a good sign that he can lift his thumb up enough to give us a thumbs up. Yep. So, all of our best wishes towards Carl Klingberg. We're glad they didn't hit you in the face. And the entire Klingberg family. Yes, we are very <laughs> happy that you did not get hit in the face. <clears throat> Speaking of other notable faces, some that find it attractive, not me personally, uh, William, Nuyla- <laughs> William Nylander signed yeah. this weekend. I don't even, I don't know anybody that finds him attractive, and I'm sure they exist. Oh, no, there are a lot of people who find him attractive. That's, that's so wild. Right? He's like 12. I know. He's actually, I think, like one of the oldest people on the Leafs at this point. And yet, and yet. Is he? Well, not, not like oldest, but like, you know, of the, the boy band. Oh. The oldest of the boy band. Boy band. William Nylander. Now I need to check. Uh, I was really uh, amused by, like, the reports of all the dudes that reached out to him after it was signed. He's only 22, Carolyn. (laughs) Oh, well, of the boy band, he is one of the older ones. Okay. My real question to you is this. How are the Leafs going to make everything about themselves now? Uh, I mean, they're going to win the cup, probably, what with John Tavares and Austin Matthews and Mitch That's Bucking a Martyr. way more like, positive answer than I expected. Well, I mean, because let's be real, Carolyn, even when they were losing, it was never not about Toronto. It was about Phil Kessel and his hot dogs. It was about, you know, like... Whatever the fuck story they wanted to invent to keep themselves at the center of attention, they would do to keep themselves at the center of attention. I don't see that changing, but, like, what's coming next is probably them, like, getting into the playoffs, crashing and burning, and then talking for, like, the next season about how the fact that they crashed and burned wasn't their fault for this, this, and this reason. Or they win the cup and they just never shut up about it for the rest of our lives. And I have to quit hockey. And then I quit (laughs) hockey and I still hear about it. (laughs) That's what, I mean, like, take your fucking pick. It's like the Babadook will come out of the closet and instead of, like, anything else, it's just going to whisper in your ear like, hey, hey, did you know that Marner's a UFA next year? And I will put some, on my biggest, some, heaviest some ring and punch him straight Mitch in the Marner's face. Some people think that Mitch Marner's going to get 10 million. Oh, God. Austin, Austin Matthews might get 12. <laughs> what do you think the, the least are going to have to do to get around their cap situation? <laughs> I don't. Hey. I'm so tired hey. already. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. Hey. If I could reach into the computer, I would shake you. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Stop. Do you want to get mad about something else? Sure. It's back to our favorite segment. Marin reacts. Hang on, I gotta do the theme song. Oh. Marin reacts. Oh, amazing. Thank you. So, today on Marin reacts, we are gonna give you a little quiz. And this is why you could not open the NHL standings. Oh, Lord. What I am going to ask you about is NHL goal differential. And keep in mind, not that this is actually a big deal right now because we haven't played, you know, we've played less than 30 games, most teams. But the NHL actually does give you a goal if you win in a shootout. Right. Which is not an actual goal. But it counts towards your goal differential. Okay. Can you guess 
the one team in the league prior to any games tonight that is dead even in goal differential. Zero. Can you can you narrow it down? Western Conference. Is it a team I hate? Well, it's not the Stars, so yes. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> yes, I actually am fairly confident you actually dislike this team. Not with okay. the same vitriol that you dislike a lot of teams, but you dislike this team. Then I'm guessing the Coyotes. That is correct! Oh, <laughs> yes! Because I don't like them, but it definitely is not the same amount of vitriol. <laughs> I feel like if I had asked you if I hate the team and it was the Ducks, you'd have been like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. There's definitely teams on this list that I would say you absolutely hate, but. Yes. Yes. Okay. Can you guess the team in the league with the best goal differential? It's only it, best it, by one. It's it's Sorry, who you two. were just talking about, wasn't it? Is it the fucking Leafs? It is in fact the fucking Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's so great. I'm so happy for them. Hey, shut up. <laughs> Stop it right now. Hey. <sighs> Every time you do this for the next, like, it's it's going to be, like, PTSD. You're going to say this, and I'm going to just get filled with rage. You're not going to be able to say hey to me for the next <laughs> decade. Okay. This is the best one. Can you guess the team in the league with the worst goal differential? What division? I'm not giving you division, but it is Western Conference. Western Conference. Do I hate them? They are not the stars, so yes. Dallas actually has a positive goal differential of plus three. Nice. You said it was the best one. So I feel like it's a team that we wish bad things for. How many guesses do I get? I think you can get it right on the first try. All right, I'm going with the Blackhawks. That is correct! Yes! Yeah! Three out of three! Three, four, three! Again, I mostly did that because you were like, this is the best one. And I was like, I want bad things for the Blackhawks. They also, if I'm correct, let me scroll up real quick. Yeah, are on the worst streak in the NHL with four losses in a row. Yes! Oh, that's great. Do you want to talk about other happy things? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so many things happened uh, in the last week um, that were great. And two of those things were the fact that I got to see uh, those good, good boys, the McElroys. That's my happy thing, too. I got to see them twice. We have, like, a triple happy thing. Because we you have do. the two and I have the one. Like, it's a yeah. double stack happy thing. Yeah. So, um, I saw them first, so I'm going to go first and then <laughs> you can go okay the first night that i saw them was the my brother my brother and me taping and my friend and i i had i was the one that purchased tickets for both of my shows with different people and um i had concentrated on the adventure zone one a little bit harder and like ended up getting balcony seats for the uh, my brother my brother and me show so we get to the venue and the venue was the moody theater downtown so it's this mm -hmm. really skinny tall theater so like we walked forever forever to get to the top of this um all these stairs a million stairs we get to the top and i was like these seats are balls <laughs> so uh, I just went on StubHub, and I was like, show me what you got, StubHub. There were fourth-row tickets for $6 a piece. So 
I bought four store tickets for $6 a piece <laughs> because it was just the two of us. And yeah. I was like, why not? It's 12 extra dollars. So yeah, we went down to the second, the fourth row and I was like close enough that I could see and hear everything. It was amazing. And uh, my favorite part of the show was when Justin get, got up and soloed the uh, theme song to That's a Christmas to Me. Um, which was hysterical. Uh, if you guys listen to it, they just put it up today, like this up or so today when we're recording this, which is Monday, uh, they just put the episode up today and you can hear me laughing on this because that's how close I was and also how loud I was and how frequently I laughed. This podcast is not that surprised by this. You shouldn't be because holy shit, there was so much laughing, but it was so funny. Um, and, uh, hockey fans in general will probably absolutely cringe because the, uh, three movies that Justin chose for, um, uh, That's Christmas to Me were all starring Candace Cameron, and he also used her married name, except he pronounced it Beer. Candace Cameron, is she... She's one of the ladies from Full House. Okay, I was like, wait, is that? That's DJ, right? That's DJ. But she married a hockey player whose name is Pavel Bure. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) I didn't know that! (laughs) Yeah, so every time he says Candace Cameron Bure, it was like nails on a chalkboard inside my mind. It was the worst. (laughs) But it was also so hilarious. Uh, And the listener questions are stupid, so you guys can skip that part. The second night, we were there for the Adventure Zone, and because this was the last live Adventure Zone they were doing before Christmas, they made it the Candle Nights episode, which, honest to God, I've never been more excited about anything in my entire life. Like, that, the fact that they did Candle Nights and I was there to see it, and there to laugh at it, and there to, like, watch as Clint McElroy just got bored and started fucking around on his iPad. Like, it was great. <laughs> it was, it was, I love Clint. He's I love favorite. Clint McElroy, too. It's so, he is a delight. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, so he came out to do the, um, the McElroy brothers are not experts, mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning of the show. Except, like, apparently, every episode before this, he had come out with it written down on a card. And this episode, he decided to wing it, and he completely fucked it up. (laughs) And so, like, (laughs) the boys were off stage, like, heckling him with the right words, and he kept fucking it up even worse. And so, finally, like, they came up on stage and they kicked him off. <laughs> and that's why when you listen to this week's episode, instead of having Clint do it, it's the actual like recording they have. <laughs> it was so funny. Anyway, yeah. So uh, the Candle Nights episode is great. I don't know when that one's going up, but yeah, you can already hear me laughing to the my brother, my brother, me up. That's awesome. So I don't have any friends here who listen to my brother my brother and me so i bought my ticket all alone oh womp womp but i am trying to make friends yay i joined the facebook group for uh, maximum fun for the denver max funsters and they had set up like this whole big thing uh like meet up and stuff beforehand And they were actually doing a raffle of a bunch of McElroy-themed things. And I had made, months ago, that Abraka-fuck-you embroidery. Yeah, And I was like, I don't even know what I'm going to fucking do with this when I made it. I just made it. It was like kismet that they were putting together this pre-show and this raffle. So I finished that off and I donated that to the mod so that somebody now has my Abraka-fuck-you embroidery in their house. And I don't, which is actually what I wanted when that outcome happened. But so then I went to the pre-show thing and I, it was really cute. Like the mods were like very obvious, like it was so clearly a pre-show for my brother, my brother and me 
get to like show because everyone there was nervous about talking to anybody else. (laughs) 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 And uh, the mobs were kind of knew this and they were really good about it. So they basically like paired people up if they didn't know anybody. And so I was stuck. uh, They were like, okay, you three, you go sit together over there in that booth. And so I ended up making friends with a couple other D&D nerds from Colorado Springs. And then we ended up, um, they actually had an extra ticket because one of their friends couldn't come. So I ended up sitting with them for the show, which was fun because they were in just as good of seats as I was. It was so fucking funny. We didn't get, um, that's Christmas to me. That makes me so sad for you. We Did got you get a any munch squad. Segments? You got a munch squad? Oh, man. The friend that I went with is going to be so mad I, because she I wanted, wanted a Munch, a munch squad. squad. It's so, so bad. bad. Munch Squad is my favorite thing in the entire world. Yes. So, she really wanted to yell out squad. We got to yell out squad real good. And I am so sorry your listener questions were not good because our listener, our audience questions were so good. Oh my God. Did I tell so you the one guy stood good. up and just asked what a charcuterie was? Oh, hang on. I need to pause you for just a minute. <clears throat> oh, Okay. Uh, update from today's game. Dickinson oh, is hurt. Shit. Took a swinging shit, stick. Shit, I'm seeing that now. To the face. Bleeding, but no penalty called. Of course not. But really, I honestly, I should have just asked you, hey, a Stars player took a stick to the face. Any guesses on which one it was? I, I don't think Dickinson can be hurt any other way. Honestly. Anyway, do you want to do? I'm tweeting about reader questions. Um, it's probably you asking first. Sure. So, Shanny Claus asks, "Why are the stars still trying to make Hansel happen? Because he's on the roster." (laughs) Yeah. If he's taking up space on the roster, they might as well try to make him useful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there's nothing that, like, unless he gets traded, like, he's still got, beyond this season, another season of contract. Yep. Yep. So, like, who's going to trade for that contract? Right? And they can definitely, I mean, they could buy him out, but not until, like... But also, what would be the point? Just... The off season, a little bit of cap, cap savings, cap hit let savings. Him, let him ride the bench in the in the press box until until it's time to say goodbye. Yep. But I mean, I don't. I don't know. I think I don't know where he slots anymore. Like last season, we had such a rotating line of fourth line centers that you could see where he could go. Sure. And now I don't, because Dickinson has been pretty decent as our fourth line center. So Weird, right? I know. Strange how that happens. Um, and then Fox is in the third slot, and a lot of times... And Hintz has been fine-ish, too. So, like, you know, fine-ish. I'm not unhappy with our center depth at the moment. I would like oh. a better second line center once... Uh, like, I don't want it to be... I don't want to have to count on Spezza to be that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No even if he signs another con- contract, it's probably only going to be like for a year or two. And that's he still wants a hole. to stay, Carolyn. No, dude, I want him to stay. I'm not saying don't, but. Ugh. I broke a nail right before podcasting and it's bothering the fuck out of me. Okay. <laughs> she has a second question. Shani Claus also asks, and I feel like this is right up your alley. Which books slash audiobooks would y'all recommend to Stars players? Uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. <laughs> um, a, uh, probably, probably, I mean, Harry Potter is a really good audiobook. Because Jim Dale narrates that real well. Um, I can, I f- What? I feel like I feel, I feel like, like Devin Torres probably already listened. Oh yeah, for sure. But I feel like Jamie Ben could get into something that Shay Serrano writes. Like I feel like he would be a good basketball and other things kind of person, maybe. Uh, I would say that Tyler Sagan probably already has the rap 
book your book on it oh yes very fair um I don't know about Jamie Ben and basketball and other things because I've never seen any indication that he knows that that's a sport. Yeah, but I mean, it was more focused on the other things. And other things. <laughs> I get, I get ya, I get ya. Maybe some self help books on activating the goal scorer in you. I was thinking that Devin Shore, given that he has probably already listened to Harry Potter audiobook. Uh, would actually really like the Taz graphic novel, because I just read that. Yes! Or also, and as well, the critical role of Vox Machina Origins one. I bet he could get real into that. Have you read that one? No, I don't have that one. I need to get that one. Uh, I don't own it, but um, Mikey let me borrow it once. I and I read it very quickly and gave it back to him because it was, he got the leather bound one and I was like, I do not want to be responsible for fucking this up. So <laughs> I'm going to read it in like three days and give it back. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a real fast. Uh, I have yeah. cats. Yeah. <laughs> I got cats and I can't be retrusted with anything. So <laughs> basically. Yeah. Well, I'm looking around my room now. Like, what other books would I recommend? <laughs> I don't know. I've listened to a lot of audiobooks recently, but I just don't know what people would want to listen to. I yeah, feel like I... Jason Spezza might find uh, Michelle Obama's um, memoir, which I am halfway through, rather interesting, just because he seems like a thoughtful kind of guy. Yeah, I could see that, totally. Um, I think maybe Connor Carrick would like... The Princess Bride? Because I'm literally, like, looking at my bookshelf now, and I'm like, that's, like, the only novel I think that anybody might like that I've got here. <laughs> yeah. If he has, I'm, I bet, I'm sure he's all probably already read it. Oh, maybe. I do also have American Gods. I could see him getting down on that, too. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who would be in our secret romance novel lovers club? Dude, I was just looking at all of my romance novels and thinking... Like, so, my dad is a doctor, and um, sometimes, for stress relief, he and my mom would read out loud to each other from romance novels that they picked up at the library, or library book sales. Um, they especially loved the ones from the 70s, because they were all about how guys would come and pick their ladies up in pintos. So, like, I feel like... Any of the baby rookies who feel like they're under a lot of pressure and just need to turn their brain off for a little bit might appreciate the romance novels. Yulia Tonka, for instance. He could do with a little more romance and a little less murder. Right? That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Just need to find that touch. (laughs) Special touch. Might I recommend The Ugly Duchess? Yeah, and then tell us how it went. Or right next to it on the shelf, I have the, I think this is like the third or the fourth of the Outlander series. Um, I also have... I still have all of those ones that we got at Half Price Books together in those $1 bundles. Do you know what I so found I... in my car the other day? What did you find in your car? The bag of those that you gave me when you moved. It has been in my car literally this entire time. (laughs) But it's now upstairs in my house. Um, I've also got uh, my favorite of the Victorian era romance novels, and that is Julia Quinn. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, just saying, all kinds of... You know, Honka, you can start the Bridgerton series and then... Watch the HBO or no Netflix. Yeah, I'm so series. excited. And then you can join our book club. Yes. Um. Or you can, dude. This is going to be one of my happy things. Is the whole Nora Roberts like showdown thing? Oh God! Because yes. it, it brought me so much delight. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, just g- Google you some Nora Roberts. Um, but, uh, I just looked over at, like, so she's got this one trilogy that's, like, my favorite trilogy, and it's the Chesapeake Bay one with the three, um, adopted brothers, and their fourth little adopted brother, and, uh, 
the the fourth book is on my shelf right now, Chesapeake Blue. I love those books so much. <laughs> so much. Yes, you should absolutely goddamn Google the Nora Roberts thing. Oh my god. Like, I still can't believe it happened, and I still can't believe that lady has not posted a better apology. She's not going to. She's no, not- no, not at this point. <laughs> oh god, it's so funny, though. It was so funny. <sighs> okay, my turn to ask you a question. Yes. I need to go. I've opened so many tabs. Okay. Jen, friend of the podcast, Jen asks, bummed the announced, but, okay, I feel like it's missing a Y. Bummed they announced at the, at the last minute. What? I cannot read this question, Jen. So, okay. Uh, It's like, this is all hyphenated, basically. Bummed the announced at the last minute. Okay. I see what's going on here. Bummed the announced at the last minute series by Russia and the Buttes isn't being streamed anywhere. How can we convince the leaks to show us more games? I am guessing it's not that they don't want to. It's that they can't afford to. This comes up a lot in conferences. So like everybody wants conferences to be streamed so that they can watch along at home if they can't go to the conference, which is a totally valid thing to want. And I think it's the same with... With these hockey games, especially considering their, like, full regular season is actually streamed. But streaming costs money. And it's, like, generally a lot. It, like, for conferences, they will sometimes charge you, like, three to $400 to stream your conference. Sometimes more than that. I think the last van hack, they wanted to charge, like, $1,500 to stream it. And I know for a fact that the the NWHL is paying for streaming for the regular season stuff. So I'm guessing that it had something to do with the rights to streaming and the cost of streaming of why they couldn't get the last minute series. Because everything about the series is very last minute. It's kind of like a tune-up for Russia. But, um, yeah. I mean, the the leagues want to show more hockey. It's not, it's, it's not definitely not on the leagues that they don't want to. <laughs> Whether it's a CWHL or NWHL, it, it's never them not wanting to show their product off. Well, that's a thought. <laughs> uh, okay. So then number two is the only way for an NHL coach to never get rehired death. I mean... No, because they could just say no. Well, hang on. I'm going to question the parameters of the question because remember last time when we determined that Ken Hitchcock wasn't actually a wizard. He's a dementor. He's a dementor. Uh Uh-huh. So there is a possibility they get rehired after death. That is a possibility. Also, let's also remind ourselves that Ralph Kruger has never had a job in this league again. That said, he is like the president, like, I think he's the actual president of a fairly well-off. I mean, I get it, but I still want him. (laughs) (laughs) I do understand. That's fine. Uh, Driving Girl asks... Where do Smith, Foxa, and Shore belong in that Dallas Stars react to players' mistakes Gordon Ramsay video? Uh, I believe they all belong on the child side of it, because that's where I would put them. Yeah. <laughs> they belong too. They belong on the, you poor children, don't cry, <laughs> it's going to be okay, here have a lollipop side. Like, two out of three, we actively call dogs. So, like, in the, like, puppies. Yeah. Good boys. Good, good, good boys. Good, good boys. Good, good boys. Yeah, no, I mean, there may be other people that don't put them there, but those people are, like, objectively incorrect. Yeah, absolutely. Who would never, who would ever put Foxa on the, the Hell's Kitchen side of things? Or Jamel Smith, who's just out there living his best life and playing his best game. Or attempting to, but he keeps getting healthy scratch for fucking Brett Ritchie. Oh my god, don't even get me started. Well, you know who's playing in this game? 
Is it Brian Ritchie? Jamal Smith. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I know. I saw the lineup earlier. I was like, are you fucking kidding me again? <laughs> like, Dude. So I looked why? this up on Corsica before the stars. <sighs> so I looked this up on Corsica before we started podcasting. Did you know at five on five, there are only six skaters who have not scored a goal of 27. And of those six, two are forwards. Can you guess who those two forwards I'm are? I'm sorry. Say, say that again. Say that again. Okay. At five on five, the Dallas Stars have had 27 skaters who have played over 50 minutes. Of those 27 skaters, six have not scored a goal. Of those six, four are defensemen. So that's a little bit normal. Okay. Who are the other two? I mean, is Brett Ritchie one of them? That is, in fact, one of them. Shit, who else has played 15 minutes? He's playing tonight. He's playing tonight. Is it? No, it's not. Um, no, he scored. Fuck. I don't know. I bet you do. I bet I don't. Is it Nachushkin? Has he scored? It is! Oh my god! I couldn't remember if he had scored or not. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm in, I'm sorry. I missed one because I totally he was in between two defensemen, so I counted him as a defenseman. Uh, Justin Dowling has also not scored, but he played six games. I'm not that worried about him. Oh, okay, yeah, I never, <laughs> never would have guessed him. Yeah, like I was no, 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 no. Justin Dowling, whatever. Yeah, but Rhett Ritchie with 14 games and found the Chushkin with 21 prior to tonight. Ooh. Ooh. Worse, though, is that five on five, Brett Ritchie has scored one assist, and it wasn't even a primary one. I'm sorry, Brett. Okay, good lord. Um, I got a little distracted while you were reading that because Jason tweeted out, "Dickinson gets sticks to the face more often than Marinish gets salty over Connor McDavid." <laughs> It's almost true. true. So, yes. Okay. Like, honestly, I remember back when we were calling him baby rookie Brett Ritchie, but he is not a baby rookie anymore and he needs to step it the fuck up. Yeah. When he was young and full of promise. What happened to all that promise? Right. (sighs) Okay. Is it my turn? No, it's your your turn. turn. No, it's my turn. No, I just said it. Yeah, it's your turn. Uh, Megan, salty... 4 by 4 ever asks, please recast your favorite Christmas movie with NHL players. That means that we have to pick a favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. I veto we pick a favorite Christmas movie and we both pick The Spirit of Christmas. I mean, that was going to be... If we were going with that level of movie, that would have been my choice anyway. Um, it is currently my favorite cheer-ranking movie. Yeah, so. no, it's it's been my favorite cheer-ranking movie since last Christmas when I watched it for the first time. Well, this is the first time I've ever watched it, so strong recommend on it, FYI, y'all. Fucking love that movie. It's great. Uh, and, but, like, please do not mistake my current level of enthusiasm for an indication that it is leaps and bounds better than any other cheer-level movie. <laughs> It is, but only in my heart. <laughs> like, it's still a cheer level movie. Like, don't oh, go yeah. this expecting. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely cheer level. It's on the cheer, it's on the cheer rankings for a reason. Yeah. Um, but it is absolutely the best of the cheer movies. So, so far. Totally that I've seen. the best. Okay, so let's recast. Um based on his uh facial hair and looks alone, I'm casting Jamie as the ghost. That's totally fair, and I accept it. And also, he would look good in that era of clothing. Wouldn't he, though? Wouldn't he just? He would look very good in that era of clothing. Yes. Okay. So, who gets cast? He also has that same kind of monotone accent. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to be I mean, I love that actor, but yes. Uh, Who's going to be the one who comes from the trust and... um, Who's going to be Kate, our cold-hearted lawyer? Cold-hearted, I don't believe in ghosts. The spirit of Christmas means nothing to me. Who is it? Who is it? I picked Jamie already. Go. Oh, God. I don't know. Who's our cold-hearted lawyer? The real stop. Yulia Sanka. 
I mean, he is cold-hearted, I guess. He's murdered, it, for sure. He needs, he needs, well, fuck. No, I, I just miscast him. He's Harry. <gasps> Shit. Yeah, he's got to be Harry. He's the only murderer we have. Mm-hmm. So, who, um, so now who's Kate? Who is Kate? No nonsense. I feel like we have no nonsense person on our team anymore. Um, I mean, uh, she's down for some nonsense. She is down for a bit of nonsense. Yeah. No, you know who the most analytical person on the team is? Ben Bishop. Oh, there you go. That's totally it. Although the scene where Jamie carries Ben Bishop to the... <laughs> that's, that's gonna be hysterical. Um, okay. So, who is the... Uh... <laughs> he definitely wouldn't need to give Jamie the star to put on top of the tree. <laughs> Fuck, no, he would not. Um, okay, so who's gonna be the innkeeper? Uh... Who's just, like, basically Ben Bishop's best friend and also good at keeping Dobby? secrets. Sorry? Dobby? No, that's perfect. That's fine with me. Then I feel like we have to make Radulov the, uh, the, the, the lady who owns the bar who needs the Oh, bar. yeah, totes. Yeah, okay. Totes. Excellent. Who's, okay, so we have a Harry. Who's the, who's, who's the. Who's Lily? Who's Lily? You know what? Lily. Let's just leave Lily as Lily. I don't feel like we need to. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking about Lily's characteristics and like what happened to her. I was like, no, let's just keep Lily as Lily. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't really. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who is who is an underrated sidekick in cheer movies? Who is Oliver, Kate's boss? Underrated sidekick in cheer movies. He they had such a great relationship. Like, he was like, Kate, get this done. But he was never mean about it. He was like, "You, I trust you, and you are my best, and that's why I want you to do this, and I want to promote you, and you're great. Like, um, he was so, he was, like, firm, but uplifting the entire time. I feel... I really appreciate it. Like, you never get, like, good boss-employee relationships in cheer movies. No, it's so true. It's so true. I completely agree. I need to look at our roster. <laughs> Give me just a second. Uh, underrated. <gasps> no, you know who it is. Jeff Reese, the goaltending coach. Oh, okay. Went a little off book there. I like it, though. I'm a, I'm a fan. Uplifting. I'll, I'll take it. No, yeah, absolutely. Been very good for, well, was good and for Carrie game before Carrie Lennon left. Definitely underrated. I uh, know. I I like this. This is good. This is good. What is next on your cheer watch list? Um, I have an entire list at work with ones that I was like, I googled one day. I was like, what's the best during my lunch hour? Of course, what's the best Netflix, Hallmark, whatever movies? Um, but honestly, I wanna I wanna watch that Switched at Christmas movie that or whatever the. The That's Christmas to Me from when I saw them live was one of the Candace Cameron Bure <laughs> movies. It looks terrible. And it just so happened to be coming on the Hallmark Channel at 6 a.m. on Saturday after I saw them live. So it's actually on my DVR right now. <laughs> and so that's next up in my Cheermas movies. Is that. Um, so... I'm not going to be able to watch it, but I am deeply, deeply excited about what I... So I watched... I loved Spirit of Christmas. So as I always do, I was on IMDb trying to figure out what all these actors have been in before. Uh-huh. And the actor who played Daniel was also in another Cheermas movie called The Trouble with Mistletoe. And I was frantically trying to figure out where I could watch this movie because it sounds so cheer and it's only available either for $7.99 on Amazon Prime which like nah dude (laughs) (laughs) or for $5.99 a month through this special streaming service called Passion Flicks what the fuck 
I googled it. Passion Flicks is making original content from romance novels. And they have four original movies up right now. And they also have licenses to some other like romantic comedies and stuff. Like Bride and Prejudice was on their streaming service, which I was like, that's fucking legit. But the best part is next to all of their original content, they have a steaminess rating. Oh, what is the steaminess rating for this one? It's only a three. Oh, out only of a what, three. Though? I think it's five. Okay. And they do have one original movie that's a four. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> anyway, this is the best thing I've learned all week. <laughs> Dude, I would... Hmm, can we watch this in the States? I think so. Fuck, I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch The Trouble with Mistletoe. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can like rent it together and split the cost and then have like each have it for 12 hours. <laughs> I mean, 12 hours is all I need. Yeah, right? I mean, an hour and 32 minutes is technically all I need. <laughs> anyway, that's all we have for you today. Oh, God. You're welcome. You can find me on Twitter, along with my cheer rankings, at Classlicity. You can find me on Twitter, uh, along with all of my salt, at Marinish. And you can find our official Twitter at Depart Hockey. Um, oh, wait, there's an extra yeah, part don't to that. You want to tell about- <laughs> and if you want to submit a cheer ranking, you can submit it to DeparthHockey at WordPress.com. No. No. no fuck! <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to stop. No more talking for you. So you can find our Twitter at Deep Hard Hockey. You can email us a longer question or any cheer miss ranking that you may have, or maybe a cheer miss uh, movie suggestion. Tell us what your favorite is at Deep Hard Hockey at gmail.com. You fucking messed me up. Deep Hard Hockey at gmail.com. Or you can find our official blog at dparthockey.wordpress.com. Bye! (laughs) Bye! Jesus flip. Hey.